We all want control, don't we? We all want to be in control. And when we finally think that we have control, we immediately start to fear that we're going to lose it. And that is exactly the dynamic that we see in our first reading today from the first book of Kings. So, to provide a little bit of backstory, the Davidic kingdom, the kingdom that David and then his son Solomon ruled over, is now divided. And Jeroboam finds himself as king over the northern kingdom of Israel. He has ten of the twelve tribes of Israel under his rule. And so far, things are going pretty well for Jeroboam, except for the fact that the northern kingdom doesn't have something that the southern kingdom has. And that is the temple in Jerusalem. So we hear Jeroboam wondering in our first reading today, if now this people go up to offer sacrifices in the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, the hearts of this people will return to their master and they will kill me. Jeroboam is worried that he's going to lose control. And he's afraid. So he resorts to the unthinkable. He makes two golden calves. When was that ever a good idea? And he says, here, this is your God now, the same God who saved you from Egypt. Worship him right here in your backyard. Stay far away from Jerusalem. You don't need that anymore. In other words, stay under my thumb. I'm in control. The sin of idolatry is always about control. Think about it. It seems so easy and so safe to control a golden calf. It's just a dumb piece of metal. You can cast it and recast it any way you like. It makes no protest about where you put it or how you pray to it. It has nothing to say at all about how you live your life. What a conveniently dead God it is. Now on the other hand, the true living God, the God who is love, is infinitely beyond our manipulation. And if we're totally honest with ourselves, this fact kind of terrifies us. This is what C.S. Lewis refers to when he is describing Aslan the lion. And he says, of course he's not safe, but he's good. Loving God, the true God, is a risk that is worth taking. Because in the end, a golden calf can't love us. A golden calf cannot show us mercy. A golden calf can't save us. And yet, that deadly combination of fear and control leads us to worship all sorts of really lame, unworthy, fake gods. And I think one that is particularly dangerous for us today, I know it is for me, is the golden calf of a full calendar. We think to ourselves, if only I can stay constantly busy, as long as I'm still productive, achieve a series of tasks, tasks that I gave myself oftentimes, then I'm still in control. I don't need to be afraid of becoming worthless or unneeded if I can only keep doing more and more stuff. 
And another one that I think we like is public approval. And this takes many forms, but one way is when we see people gladly bowing down in fear to any new ideology that the world comes up with, as long as it makes them seem cutting-edge, progressive, modern, advanced, woke. And so they recraft, manipulate, and distort the meaning of things like marriage and gender and the right to life. It's all about control. Textbook Jeroboam syndrome. And the great irony, of course, is that while we think we're the ones controlling our idols, our golden calves, it's really our idols that are controlling us. It turns out that even dead gods demand our entire heart. They steal our joy and rob us of hope. They turn us into slaves. Those words of Jesus come to mind. You cannot serve two masters. Now, the fantastic news uh, is that Jesus Christ came to smash our idols. He was sent by the Father of mercies to free us from all fear. Indeed, his perfect love casts out fear. Look at what he did in our gospel passage from today when he fed the 4,000 hungry people. Jesus is still very busy multiplying loaves in each of our lives and making sure that we have everything that we could possibly ever need. If that's true, and if we believe that, then what do we need to be afraid of? What do we need to control? Out of selfish fear, Jeroboam multiplied dead gods and led the people into sin and darkness. Out of compassionate concern, Jesus multiplied the loaves, and all ate and were satisfied. We're getting closer to the season of Lent, and I think now is a great time, perhaps the perfect time, every time's the perfect time, to re-examine our hearts and ask ourselves deep down to the roots What are we still afraid of? What are we still trying to control? Invite Jesus in to smash those idols. Receive abundant life instead.